Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. I am very excited to be on this episode with Prosperity. She was luckily born into a forward-looking family where equal opportunity was given to men and women. And she herself decided to be a professional and work after graduation. But she noticed when she was going to work that in her society in India, as well as across the world, equality was not always distributed between women and men when it comes to household duties. So not only did this inequality and this idea that she could help empower women fuel her, but she's taken this to the next step. And now she practices as a coach, helping many professional women level up their game and increase their job engagement, live a better life, and just be better in their careers. So I can't wait to talk to her today on this episode about some tips and tricks she has for you as women in technology. Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me over here and for putting things so simply and, uh, you know, so concisely for me. As I was growing up in India for 20, 30 years back, things were quite different. Even in some parts of India, even now, uh, you would hear, okay, the girls are not supposed to go out and work from the family. So they're still to be within the boundaries of the family. There was a teacher who said when I was like very, very young, a teacher who told us this, that... Men and women both go out to work. So my husband comes back from work and he sits on his sofa. He's with his uh, newspaper and expecting a cup of tea. And I go in the kitchen and I start preparing his tea and the dinner for the rest of the evening. So that's really the kind of distribution or inequality of distribution of work that still exists, I think, very strongly. Women are still very much, you know, uh, hold held responsible for the entire household work. And I have not really lived in all, all across the world, definitely. But from whatever movies or um, episodes and everything I see, I still think it's there largely across everywhere in the world. So that's something that's really important for me, that there should be equality of work. People are talking about equality of pay, but uh, women feel this burden much more in them. If the child is not fed, if the dinner is not prepared, even in the work, you know, if the projects are not on time, women kind of take it personally that, you know, why has this not been completed? Whereas men, they can just shake things off and then let go. Yes, I mean, it's definitely studies show that, even in households where women are breadwinners or primarily bringing home the money, that they still do an unequal amount of chores or living yes. uh, 
activities, like you said, whether it's laundry or dishes. And we yeah. know for many of our listeners that are women in technology, they probably resonate with this problem. I myself find mm. it tolls on you, but I want to talk a little bit about the work you're doing today and how some of your wisdom can help us move forward and help make progress in this area. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what you do today? So I am into training and coaching and I coach primarily executives and a lot of my clients are women executives and we train people to become coaches as well. So a lot of times when we come across females, just to give you a couple of examples, that's going to probably help you understand. There was this one time I was coaching a female executive and this was a coaching session on weight loss. Okay. And after 30, 40 minutes of the coaching session, the end result was that I am not doing my exercises. I'm not putting enough emphasis on my diet because I don't think I am important enough. Helping the people realize what really lies behind what they want to achieve and they're not taking a step forward is what I really do. And when I'm saying coaching, it's actually unearthing the unseen problems that people have. So I could go on. There are so many other cases. There was a sales representative who thought she has to get up at 4 a.m. every morning to finish everything else. And that really came from a fear that what would her family say? So we unearthed that and then kind of moved ahead with the dialogue that she could have with her family. And she was just so happy that she doesn't have to get up at 4 a.m. anyway, every day. And she was a senior sales representative. I think she was in 45 years old or something. So it was very important for her. So uh, helping women get a better life just by helping them realize how they are limiting themselves by the belief that they have built upon themselves. The kind of coaching that I do, it's called inner shift coaching. And it really helps them to or reconnect to, to their own self, to drop all the limiting beliefs that they're holding on to. Yes. And I'm sure that's a full engagement, but can you give our listeners a few simple things that they can do, you know, leaving this short time together that they could take action on right away? Yes. So if they just want to take action right away, it's just that they have to start taking themselves very, very importantly. Now, most of the time when we women start taking ourselves very importantly, it really starts from the head. And we are starting to think that, you know, I need to give myself more time. And when we start thinking about it from the head, it really starts into a more righteous position that, you know, this is something that I have to do. And this is something that is very important for me. And when we do that, it kind of creates a conflict within us when we're not getting that time itself, right? So even if I take a one hour for myself, but I'm in that conflicted mind, I will not really be able to relax myself. So one is thinking from the heart. It does take a little bit of time, but whatever thought you're getting, just move it from the head and start thinking about the same thing from the heart. It does create a shift within and helps the person understand exactly what you want to do. So women do try this. And second, very important thing, uh, and this is something that I really want to say is, as women, we can start treating other women with more respect instead of pulling them down. If we start treating each other with more respect, not telling them, have you done the dishes or whatever it is. And when we are grooming our children right now, every woman, when we are grooming our children, give equal importance to the boys and the girls. It's very unconscious. The media is already doing it a lot. The media is already playing a lot of role in saying that women, you're doing the dishes, you're doing the laundry. But if we as parents can take that responsibility, and really an equal responsibility to both our kids. Yeah, I think that that's the challenge, right? We opened talking about how women feel responsible, and we do because yes. in our hearts, we have a nurturing heart, 
to take care of our husbands and our children and ourselves as far as getting the laundry done. You know, we need clean underwear. Yes. <laughs> That's usually yes. when I get the flag <laughs> at my house. <laughs> but we need, uh, you know, clean underwear. We need clean dishes to eat on. <laughs> what does it mean to really move from the head to the heart? Is it just saying like the dishes will wait or is it saying I'm going to do 20 minutes of dishes and then take a walk or I mean it's just a conflict between feeling like we need to take care of these things and feeling like we need to take care of ourselves and I don't think a lot of women can figure out that perfect formula. Nicole I cannot tell you that one formula that can be done for figuring out this is something that you can do when I say moving the thought from your head to the heart it's more like you know doing the dishes is important as well as taking time out for yourself is also important and the moment we keep thinking about it in our head, it really creates a conflict within us and it really further leads to more disturbance in our mind and in ourselves rather than relaxing us. So uh, when I'm saying just take the thought and it's really something very physically, you have to take the thought from your head to your heart. When we start thinking from our heart, our heart really opens up and it probably gives you another solution uh, or help you understand on how you can actually deal with the situation in a different way. So uh, like I said, it's not something that comes overnight. You need to keep practicing it consistently, you know. Really, I'm hearing to put yourself first. <laughs> yes. One thing important. we found in my marriage as I'm working is that every weekend we'll switch a day where my husband can go do something for himself. If he wants to go golf or have a drink with a friend or whatever he wants to do, play music with no guilt, like you Absolutely. go play that for you. And then the next weekend, I'll have that time because I struggled, especially with young children and feeling like I need to go get my nails done or <laughs> yeah. I need to get my hair colored or like small things I wanted to do for myself. I yes. felt guilty. Um, yes. And I thought that that was a great tip because then it gave guilt-free time. Absolutely. That's really wonderful. And if your spouse and your family is absolutely ready to help you or out with that, it's such a great thing. So how do you help yeah. women deal with that next level of goal achievement in their career on top of this life balance? Nicole, it really comes down to something like you said, every woman who wants to really move forward or has uh, been able to move forward, there's a lot of support that is gathered from friends and family as well. So how do you actually make yourself uh, in such a way that you can actually take the support from your friends and family? Okay, because without that support system that is very essential to build, it really creates more, uh, more of a conflict uh, and uh, it becomes very difficult to advance in the career because if career is like that snap, 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 you know, you're just all the time running and the results matter a lot. So you don't really want to be losing out on those results and you don't want to be 100% stressing yourself out. So, there, okay, there is some amount of stress, but uh, I think uh, it's very important to build a circle of influence in the office, in your house. So the first thing that really comes down to is communication and how do you're actually making yourself be able to ask for help, ask for help. And that becomes very important. I have to agree, not being shy to ask for help. Yes. And if you can't yeah. get it from friends and family, sometimes you live in a remote area or you're new to an area and you move, building that support system by taking the extra money you may have from career advancement and giving it to a maid <laughs> yes. to help clean yes. or a child caretaker for one night for you and your husband is very Absolutely. important too. And I think in the kind of field that I am in, a lot of times it also becomes very important for, to help the women 
figure out why is that advancement so important to the individual. The moment they understand that why is this advancement so important to me and it's not just that I want to climb from one step to the next step, the why really clears the kind of system that they want to build around themselves because when the purpose is very strong, then it becomes much more easier for them to commit to it, I would say. Yes, and I think oftentimes in a corporate world, there is an expectation of advancement. So I love what you're talking about. If your purpose is to continue to be excellent at your current job and maintain your family life, that that's okay. And I think we too often get pressured. What's your next step? Do you want to be a manager? Do you want to move up? And I'd love to talk a little bit about positivity. I've gotten great vibrations from you around the positive thinking. And I believe in it personally, especially during tough times in the world or (laughs) in our lives. Can you talk a little bit about how you've seen that really change lives and how the power of positivity can help our women in tech? Women in tech are surrounded by a very high pressure job. And especially now when the times are changing, I think the technology industry and the tech industry is really keeping the entire world together. We are all online. We are all you know, busy keeping ourselves alive in the tech world. Thanks a lot to everyone in tech for making our lives easier. But yeah, uh, positivity is all about letting go, first of all, of all the dialogues that's there in your head. Because all the dialogues that we talk to ourselves, I will not be able to do it. I'm not being able to climb the ladder. It's all the pressure that we're putting on ourselves. So the boss might have said it once, but we keep telling ourselves the same thing over and over and over again. And again, women do it much more than men do. If we just train our mind to be conscious of what we are telling ourselves. Okay. So positivity can also come from stopping the negative thought that we have over and over again. Okay. And every time that we tell ourselves that, you know, I should not think negative, that's an again a negative thought. And that again, putting a pressure on us. So just monitor your thoughts and then just switch. It's okay. I had a negative thought. I was stressful, but now what's next? So letting go and positive self-talk. I do yeah. believe that what we tell ourselves has such a great influence on being able to move past mistakes and move forward into the future. So moving from, uh, say you make a mistake at work and, and moving on and staying motivated, what advice do you have there? So when you're staying again motivated and you always want to learn from your mistakes, you don't want to cover it up and say that, you know, I did not make it. I gave it to X, Y, Z and uh, I did not get a response from ABC or whatever it is, right? So instead of making all the excuses, it's E plus R is equal to O take complete responsibility of the event. The moment you take complete responsibility of whatever circumstances it is there, you will be able to handle better the outcome the next time. And when the moment we stop the blame game or stop giving excuses that, you know, I could not do it and then feeling sorry for ourselves, that itself will create more energy in us. Okay, this happened and let's see what we can do next. And then, you know, it gives us more resources immediately within ourselves. So what next to be done? Yeah, absolutely. I like to challenge people to say, whenever you're listening to this podcast, mark your calendar for 30 days later and count how many times in a situation you complain or blame or make an excuse for something and just put a little tally on a separate sheet of paper. We both know because we're both students of Jack Canfield as well, that that will help you open your eyes to remove that 
take ownership and move forward, which I think we could both agree makes a huge difference. All right. This is all stressful. So we're kind of talking about the stress of maybe a missed situation, you know, the the stress of work and life balance. What advice do you have around work stress? I think instead of looking at it as stress, you can just look at it as an opportunity. When you start looking at things as an opportunity, like the whole world is in a pandemic right now, right? And you've started using this as an opportunity to do more podcast, right? I, on my side, have started using this opportunity to go live on various different things, to have more webinars, to have... So yes, they can be stressed, but how much time gap do you want there to be a lapse before you turn that stress into an opportunity? I think that creates the difference between an ordinary and extraordinary and outstanding person. They really move very fast from stress to opportunity. Exactly. And we've touched on so much. You're absolutely right. Turning off the news, turning off the stress and moving into your goals, moving into that opportunity. Maybe that is your health. Maybe that is moving. Think about how much time you're scrolling and reading. Jack Canfield also talks about mastering the technology you need. Well, we could probably use a little less of the stressful news and move into this space of creating more abundance in our lives Absolutely. through that. So you've taught Absolutely. us a lot in a short amount of time. We've talked about uh, balance and some tips on really moving from your head to your heart, which I absolutely love. We've talked a little bit about self-talk, which is always important to put in these shows because what we tell ourselves becomes the truth. And I'd like to just kind of wrap the episode with maybe one last final awesome piece of advice that could help all of our women in tech be more successful. So what do you leave us with today, Prosperity? I would just leave every woman to just respect themselves a lot and whatever purpose is there in your life. I recently happened to hear this, that every woman is kind of in a race to prove themselves that they're better than men. Women are already better than men. Women are already taking care of the household. And uh, somehow in the society, in the rush of, we have kind of defined success as raising more money, getting into the higher position. Whereas for some women, just raising their kids is enough. And raising the kids in the most precious manner, in the best manner is probably the best gift that you can give to the world, right? So I think women have to start respecting themselves first. And uh, Yogi Bhajan is one of the spiritual teachers. He would always say women are 16 times more powerful than men. And Pfizer says that women only lose their power when they try to become men. So be a woman, respect yourself, love yourself. And whatever you want to do, live your life purpose, be it running a big corporate house or raising kids, whatever it is. It's just listen to your heart very, very closely. Thank you. And if you're listening out there, you know, you are enough. You're amazing. Just how you are. It's oftentimes ourselves that put our own barriers and stress upon ourselves. So just like we say to be kind to others, I'm hearing to be kind to ourselves. Stay positive. Keep that self-talk positive and move into that space of opportunity. So thank you so much, Prosperity, for joining on the show today. We always hit quick on all the wisdom, uh, which makes it a little bit to consume, but I love it. And these are just so universal and will help every women's soul grow. And that's what we want to do. If people want to get a hold of you to reach out, what's the best way for them to find you? So they can contact me on my email ID, prosperity at innermoshiftcoach.com 
or my entire website is coming up. It's unthoughtuntright.com. Great. We'll include that in the show notes as well. And just appreciate everyone out there for being you and for contributing to this technology world. And thank you so much, Prosperity, for your time and wisdom today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.